0: It was the annual chocolate ball. It was an event that I always looked forward to. It was for a good cause, which is always nice. It benefited the local animal shelter. It was called the chocolate ball. It was also a chocolate auction. But there was just chocolate of all types. It was a chocolate bonanza. So you would buy a ticket. It's like a, you know, $35 ticket or whatever, but like I said, it goes to a good cause. And then you would get entrance into this event, and there was a band, and there were cocktails and music, but the star of the show was the chocolate. There was chocolate-covered shrimp, chocolate-covered strawberries, chocolate cake, chocolate cocktails. What? uh, White chocolate, dark chocolate, light chocolate, raspberry chocolate, milk chocolate. Blueberry chocolate? Do not get loud, Elsa. This is a bedtime story.
1: Blueberry chocolate? Put
0: your head down. Yes, blueberry chocolate, hot pepper chocolate, wasabi chocolate, seaweed chocolate, salty chocolate, sweet chocolate. So there's a bunch of chocolate you could just eat. Rock chocolate? That's probably, yeah. Chocolate? Strawberry chocolate. But you like that? This is not flopping around time. The thing still. Stop now. Stop. Probably kind of love chocolate. Yeah. Well, what they had one of the things that they had was a chocolate fountain. And so there's this fountain of chocolate, and you would have there's marshmallows, but, all, but a little bit, but mostly fruit, and you stab a piece of fruit with a toothpick, well more of like a skewer, like a kebab skewer, and you would put it underneath the chocolate waterfall, the chocolate fountain, and you get covered in chocolate, and it gets fun. It's a good time. In addition to all of that, there's also a chocolate auction. There's a silent auction. So is like ultra fancy chocolate things. There's a whole long table of stuff. And there's little cards just next to each thing. Stop flopping around now. Stop it now. Stop it. And um, you can put a bid, you know, for how much you thought you would pay for the chocolate wine or the, you know, big basket of chocolate or the year subscription to the Chocolate of the Month Club, things like that. Things that people had donated. And the star attraction this year was this chocolate cat. It was a cat sculpted out of chocolate. And it was solid chocolate, too. It wasn't even hollow like Easter rag, Easter chocolate is sometimes. It was amazing. You could, If you were, like, more than five feet away, you could hardly tell that it was a sculpture made of chocolate and there wasn't just, like, a real cat standing there. And what made it especially lifelike is that it had a collar. It had this red and silver collar with a little, um, like, brass and blue, like brass-colored bell with a blue, some blue details. I wasn't even sure if the bell was, like, a real bell, if it was a candy bell. It could have been either way, but it was a really well-done sculpture. And it was the size of a regular cat, you know? And it was really cool it anyway. had eyes. Yes, it had eyes, it had everything. It's totally light, like like line yards. Yards. It was really cool, and the bids on it were very high. You know, people were bidding like 200 bucks, 300 bucks for this chocolate cat. And the chocolatier that had made it was famous for making really good chocolate. So they went through the whole event, and it was wonderful and they, you know, after a while they sort of turned down the lights. Um so people could dance, and they had like a dance floor set up. And as all he was dancing and enjoying the time, all of a sudden he heard a yell. The cat, the cat is gone. And there was a murmur of the crowd, and everyone looked around, and, and indeed, no one had noticed. But the pedestal was empty. I said, "No, it's probably fine. The organizers should probably, you know, put it down." In the and said, "No, I didn't take it down. It's gone." It's been stolen, and he went and talked to the caterers, and they hadn't touched it, and nobody had touched it. And they're like, "Is this someone steal the cat? That's so rude. That's so mean. That money was supposed to, that was, you know, money was supposed to go to the animal shelter, and people were, you know, bidding for it. everyone was feeling kind of sour and sad because it was, you know, kind of spit on their good time a little bit. But the host of the sh- of the event was a really good host. And He said a few words. And really got everybody kind of back in a festive spirit. And they moved the pedestal away, so we didn't have to look at an empty pedestal. But Ollie. Ollie was intrigued. So it's not picking those right now. And, um... So, you know, they went through the rest of the event, and it was still a fun event. They still had a good time, even with the sort of, well, very disappointing, you know, theft. And Ollie i noticed... Some glitter it looked like glitter around the pedestal not before but after the cat the cat was gone he was thinking about that i'm thinking about that and he looked at the pedestal and he, he asked to inspect the pedestal and um he looked all around for clues but he just couldn't find any clues and, you know, they searched everybody, and nobody had the cat. And it would have been hard to hide anyway, you know? It was like, pretty big. And uh, it was just this big mystery, and they didn't solve it that night. And I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Something was weird. Something was unusual. It didn't feel like a normal theft. Because who would have the motivation. It wasn't make it, it was an expensive chocolate cat sculpture, but it wasn't worth that much. And you wouldn't have any resale value, you know, because it was people would know about it and you wouldn't be able to like sell that for any significant amount of money. It wouldn't be worth the risk. You know? It's a silly thing to steal like a diamond and you can just like sell it. No one, no, no underground criminal is going to want to buy a chocolate cat. Right? Yeah. So it bugged Ollie. And he thought about it and he couldn't stop thinking about it. He went back to the organizer I said, do you still have the pedestal? I said, uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's just in it's in my office actually. I got I mean, most of the the um you know the the decorations and stuff are in my office still. I just haven't put everything away. They could I take another look at that. I said, sure, yeah, um, yeah, I can go over there. And so they went over to the office, and yeah, there were still decorations and stuff from the event all over the place. And there was the pedestal sitting on kind of like a side table. And I picked it up, and it was pretty heavy. It was dirty. He said, is there, is there, anything? I mean, nobody saw anything. Said, yeah, nobody saw anything, but it was dark, you know, and the lights were off for the dancing. I guess somebody could have grabbed it and slipped out. I mean, I just wouldn't, didn't, I didn't think it was that kind of an event, the organizer said. Yeah, well, said, I didn't think it was that kind of a thing either. The glitter though, I don't said the glitter. I said, yeah, did you clean off all the glitter? No, no, there wasn't any. By the time I noticed it, by the time I took home, did you see glitter? I said, yeah, when I looked right after the cat disappeared, it was was sparkly. There was glitter on the pedestal. I said, no, but I mean, I would have noticed a bunch of glitter. And the cat didn't have any glitter on it. And I wouldn't have wanted to put glitter on the pedestal because you wouldn't, and the cat was edible. You know, you wouldn't want to get glitter on that because, I mean, I guess it's edible glitter, but no, I didn't there wasn't any glitter for sure on the pedestal when, the cat was, when I put the cat on there and yeah I didn't clean any glitter off and I thought he remembered as hard as he could remember about the glitter and then he remembered that he had actually touched the pedestal and did glitter come away on his arm and he couldn't remember but he was pretty sure the glitter didn't come away on his arm and that got him thinking, what if, if it wasn't glitter? I said, well, if it's not glitter, I know one thing it could be. I said, what it could be? Then let me let me follow up this hunch and then get back to you. I don't want to cast any aspersions unless I'm sure then okay yeah I'll be here you know I mean it's not like a huge thing it's a disappointment but it's not a huge thing it's not a big crime it's you know the actual like estimated retail value of the cat was $350 um, and the bid had gotten up to 400 and, uh, 475 I think um, before the cat disappeared so you know it's a big deal But it's not huge. Nobody needs to go to jail over this. So I got you. I got you. But it matters to me, and I have an idea. So I left, and he went downtown, over on Howard Street, down past where passes MLK. There's a run of old shops. There's a costume shop. There's some furniture stores. There's a lot of shuttered stores that aren't open anymore. And in there also is his friend Wally's magic shop. Wally the wizard. A real A real wizard. Like, well, yeah. With real magic stuff. It's come up a few times Wally has hired Ollie to track down a magic mirror some other things of that nature. And he walked in, because the thing about Wally was in addition to his interest in music or sorry well music sure too, but magic is what we meant to say he was interested in art and he had a lot of cool art and Holly went in and it had one of those like little bell by the door that just rings and like the door knocks into the bell and rings it but he didn't see Wally so he just sort of wandered around the shop you know no big deal figured Wally would come out in a few minutes And then, as I was looking around, a cat hopped up on the the countertop by the cash register. It was a beautiful, elegant cat, kind of a brown color. I looked more closely. It had, around its neck, a really elegant collar of red and silver. The middle of that collar. It's a brass bell with blue details. Walked over to the cat and he petted and it was like an actual cat. But gosh, if it wasn't chocolate colored. Just about then Ollie appeared in a puff of purple smoke. Oh, Ollie, it's you. Yeah, sorry to keep you waiting. I was uh in the astral realm. Um, you just coming for a social call or what can I do for you? And as the purple smoke, you know, dissipated, Ollie noticed something that he thought he had remembered. On Wally's clothing and on the floor around where he'd appeared, there were little sparkles, almost like glitter. And I said, Wally, where are you, um... Did I see you at the chocolate ball the other day? Well, I said, ah, uh, the chocolate ball, the chocolate. That's that auction fundraiser thing for the animal shelter, right? Well, I said, yeah, it is, it is. Um, I I, I did go to the, I, I did go to the, um, I did go, yes. Okay, stop. And what did you think about that cat sculpture? Wally turned away and said, um, that was in the auction, right? Yeah, that, um, that's cool, cool sculpture, I guess. I said, yeah, I thought so, too. Say, Wally, did you, um, did you adopt a new friend there? Well, I looked nervously at the counter. I said, yeah, that's, um, Coco, my new cat. I said, huh. Beautiful cat, Wally. And all I couldn't see it, but Wally was wincing. I said, "Yeah, she's uh she's a one of a kind." I said, "Wally, is there something you want to tell me?" I said, "Um, promise not to tell anyone." I said, "I'll promise not to tell anyone." You know that I've already figured out what you've done, Wally. I said, "Yeah, I know." I knew as soon as I saw you come in the door that you'd figured me out. All of a sudden while well, I spun around and said, Ollie, I couldn't bear the thought of someone eating that beautiful sculpture. I couldn't bear the thought of someone eating that beautiful cat. And I saw it and I had to free the cat. I had to save the cat. Somebody was gonna eat that beautiful sculpture. And I only had one idea. I only had one magical spell that I knew would work. And so I cast it only. And I feel bad. I know I put salt on everybody's meal that night. That's a weird expression. I said, uh, it's not, okay. I mean, I know that I, I shouldn't have, I didn't steal it exactly, you know. I said, oh, I get it. I get it. I just, I have a spell for turning food into animals. And normally it's not a very good spell because a strawberry does not look very much like a mouse. So if you turn a strawberry into a mouse, it's a real weird-looking mouse. But this sculpture was perfect. I said, "I oh, know, it was. It is. And so I turned the chocolate cat into a real cat, and it scampered off. And I scampered off after it, and I adopted the chocolate cat. It isn't chocolate anymore. I said, "Well, Wally, I said I would keep your secret, but you know what? You, you can't just steal. I mean, I know you're saying you turned it into a cat, and the cat followed you home, basically, right?" I said, "Yeah, I I may have encouraged the cat to follow me home. It's a real cute cat. I said it is a cute cat. Tell you what, Wally, I'm listening." Well, you're almost always a force for good in Baltimore. Almost always. So here's what I'll tell you. I'll tell you that the top bid when the cat, let's say, disappeared was $475. And while he winced, he said, Oof. Being a magician's not very profitable, Ollie. He said, I know. I know. You do it for the love, you do it for the passion, you do it because you enjoy it. But, um,. If you make it an this donation, put it in honor of Coco to the chocolate ball, then I will keep your secret that you turned the chocolate cat into a real cat, and now it's your cat. I said, all right, all right, you got a deal, you got a deal, I'll make it happen, uh, give me until the end of the week. I said, all right, deal. I'm glad that settled and Wally straight straightened up and smiled at Ollie. Care for a cup of coffee? And that was Ollie in the case of the chocolate cat.